child. I'm in my own kitchen today and I'm boiling up some primordial soup. There is your primordial soup machine. Yeah, what was your best holiday you ever went on? Um, you mean vacation? Isn't that what the Irish people call them? No, we call them holidays. Which one do they call them, mommies or mommies? Which one do who call who? I Irish. Irish people, what do we call them, mommies or mummies? Yeah. We call them, as you'd know, James, mammy. Really? So when you go to Egypt and you have a pyramid, you go, there's my mammy. I look King at... Tot or whatever the hell. So who calls them mommies? Americans. Americans refer to ancient Egyptian... Uh, dead guys. Dead, dead. Those preserved in that sense are called mommies. They're like, mommy, dearest, you know? <laughs> they see it. They see a mummy and they're like, mommy, what's for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Where am I? Um, Mom, where's my ice skates? I've got where's hockey. My... Yeah, where's my steak and eggs for breakfast? Where's my green eggs and half? Yeah, where's my... Uh, trying to think of another thing that happens in America. Car. Where's my car that I use to drive everywhere? Dude, where's my car? Dude, where is that car that I own? And then the mommy is... Sort of, the shop. <laughs> Walking with her arms outstretched in front of her and groaning. Yeah, that's enough about... Um... Mummies. Yeah. Now let's talk about mammies. Mammies. So, with their arms. With their arms outstretched. All akimbo. Akim- yeah, I suppose akimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, although mummies haven't been depicted like that in quite some time, I'd say. Yeah, mummies had a glow up there a while yeah, ago. Mummies went through the, uh, the zombie uh, 28 days later process, you know. What's that? They, they stopped being really slow and, you know easy to get away from and now they run and they're they're basically just crazy humans but yeah crazy is it crazy to want to eat another man <laughs> uh yeah it is tell Have that you... to army hammer oh yeah yeah like, we oh, recorded this a month maybe two months ago so <laughs> that's on that's on point two months ago yeah yeah uh he's a scary man is mm. he gone? Is he just done? Is that just finished? Eh? Yeah, put a fork in him. He's done. Oh, he'd like that. he'd like to do that to you. Girl. Yeah, yeah, he would love to do to that, do that to, to you. Yeah, anyone really. And it was his wife, actually. Well, he's married. He he is married. I don't know if he is anymore, but he was. They're separated, not divorced. But I don't see them getting back together. To be honest. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm saying, is there a <laughs> is there a Mrs. Meal? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, he's a very American man. Kind of the epitome. He's named after the two most American things in the world. Arms and hammers. Yeah. Yeah. He's like... No, I meant army. Oh, the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The army He's, is the most American thing in the world. Yeah. Right. Here's a joke for you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, what comes at the end of the... Uh, army, no. army. No. Does that answer the question? Okay. What comes at the end of your army? 
With the handies. The handies. The handies, yeah. Mm-hmm. What goes at the end of the hands? No, it's where, where do you keep your army? In... In your sleeves. In place. In place. Okay, keep going. Is that the, are you? Or are you finished? Or are you going to pretend that there's a, a, a much longer punchline to this? No, that's it. Oh, that was good. That was short. None of them are pretend. The jokes. Mm. What do you mean? They're just commentary. You were like, oh, pretend like it's longer than it is. Oh right, yes. That when you, yeah, your jokes are precisely as long as they I need to be. I tell them as they were told to me by your grandfather. Yes, by whoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for whatever old man told it to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be related to them. Old men love telling jokes. Uh, yeah. My grandfather does like telling jokes. Tell, he just likes telling. He just, he just <laughs> he likes selling tales out of school. Uh, yeah. I always yeah. think your granddad must be so racist. Yeah. It's like I talk to you and I'm like, imagine what his granddad is like. Exactly. If this is any, if this is only the, the uh, uh, you know, the... The starter before the main course comes on. Well, main no. course is your dad. I was going to about to say that. Yeah, main course is my dad. My grand is the dessert. Don't tell Army Hammer. Don't tell Army. <laughs> yeah, they're like main course. Oh, eat my own father. Eat well, Ronan's it's, dad. It's unconventional, but I'll have a go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have a go. E. Yeah. I asked you before, would you eat human? And you said no. I said yes. You said no. I'm pretty sure I said yes. Your answer changes every week. <laughs> Once again, I'll check in for this week's episode. Would you eat a human? It's an evolving ethical question. Yeah, <laughs> as as you <laughs> as more research becomes available, your opinion on the matter is subject to change. I would, but actually, didn't you say only if the person wasn't alive? No. So you would eat it if it was like that 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 TV show host who cut off a bit of his buttock or something and cooked it. It was actually two Dutch TV hosts, and they both ate pieces of each other. One ate a piece of buttock and the other ate a piece of abdomen. There were no legal ramifications because cannibalism is not illegal in the Netherlands. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You would eat that with him. I'd be like, this tastes like You'd be like, is, is this a date? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Barry's tea ad, and mm-hmm. for the guy's hand and the other guy like, a bit of his ass. <laughs> a bit of his own cooked ass. <laughs> is this a date? Is this a date? Is this a date? Is this a date? Do you remember that ad? I remember that ad, of course. Who can forget it if you lived in Ireland? This a date. That's it. I was like, I was so jealous. Of that woman getting the life. I, it's so hard to see others live the life you want. That's it. I was like, I loved working in an office for a yeah. start. Yeah. And Job number guy, <laughs> Life goal number one, work in an office. Work in an office. Number two, that office has tea. That office has all the tea you can drink. <laughs> within reason. <laughs> or then it, well, it gets deducted from your salary. So. <laughs> And number three. <laughs> a hunk. A hunk that you've known since you were a boy. <laughs> Is it that they knew each other as kids? Yeah, she's I thought like, they worked in the same office. Oh, we were born in the same <laughs> house. Born in the same house to the same parents. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day he gave me a cup of tea and I was like, Is this a day? Is this a day? And he said, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> His old bomb, you know? What? I don't um, This is an episode of a podcast called Primordial Views. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was thinking we should have called it Primordial Dudes. You want to change the name to Primordial Dudes? I think it's a bit late. It's a bit late. Would also mean we could never have women on the show. Um. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Because that, that, those things would never work together, the name dude. Dudes. Yeah. Dudes and girls. Dudes and girls can't get along. Yeah, never the twain shall meet. Uh, chicks are from Venus, dudes are from Mars. Dudes from Earth. Dudes are in bars. Dudes are from Earth, women are from Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They're angels, they can do no wrong. <laughs> and men are men. Men are of the soil. Men, what are we? We're, we're base creatures. We can Here's do terrible question. things. Who are the only two humans born? Not born. Who are the only two humans? Yeah. It's Adam and Eve. Is, the, is that the answer? No. Okay. Unless your parents are named Adam and Eve. Oh, well, okay. So what was the full question then? Who are the only two parents that live in Balbriggan? <laughs> There's, there are more than my parents in Balbriggan. Hmm. That I that, that question doesn't have a natural answer. And it. they have no belly buttons. Sorry, I forgot that bit. Pardon? And they have no belly buttons. Ah, uh, that would be Adam your and Eve. Parents. No, no, your my parents. parents have belly buttons. They're not clones. Have you ever seen them? I have seen their. Adam stomachs. and Eve weren't clones. Pardon? You. Adam and Eve weren't clones. I know they weren't clones, but this, you know, there's a trope that clones, you can, like, one thing in a, in a sci-fi film, well, they wouldn't have a belly button. Of course they'd have a belly button. They're clones. But they didn't need a belly button when they grew. I don't need one. Yeah, you did. I did, but I don't. Yeah, but if you never needed one, you wouldn't have one. How would you feed a baby in, in Vito if you didn't... Uh, through their mouth? You don't feed a baby through its mouth. Have you seen a baby clone? Uh, have I seen a baby own, pwn? Looking at one right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking listen- at a baby I'm own listening to one un- unfold in real time. Yeah, baby pwn. Yeah. Yeah. But clones may not have belly buttons. That's sort of one of the like, oh, that's the, the giveaway. Yeah, they would. Well, you take that up with... Um, Bill Gates. No, I'll, I'll, I'll have an example. Robot James will put in an example of, 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 of clones not having belly buttons. Ronan is thinking of a Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons. No belly button? You're a clone! Now, here's a question for you, though. Yeah? What kind of a house would a clone live in? Um, a cage. A cage, because they're not allowed... Live. ...freely what... Live. <laughs> they're not allowed to live freely. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was a bit of a pointless exercise to clone yourself. <laughs> And yeah. of course, the law now, they cannot live. Yeah, you start shooting the sperm. <laughs> you, you seem to have a very limited understanding of cloning, Professor. Yeah. <laughs> shooting, even so. This is my clone, says son. <laughs> no, my, wife and, my wife and I are very similar. We're very similar to this. <laughs> His wife comes out, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Stress the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Ah, my husband. They just start kissing. <laughs> After he's just shot his son. <laughs> shot his son in the head. Ah, uh, we can always clown more. Hello. <laughs> we can always clown. <laughs>
All it, all it takes is nine months and then 18 years after that. Yeah. And then it's like, we've lost no time at all. Yeah. We're only <laughs> 20 years older. And now you can continue on my legacy. Uh, well, if you, would you like your clone? Would I like my clone? Would you like a clone? What? What? No. What would I have one? Hmm? Why would I? Why would I need a clone? Or why would I have a clone? Just asking. Just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking these questions. If they're too hard, you can. I just ask if you want a fucking clone. <laughs> <laughs> we can end this interview right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. um. I wouldn't. I can't imagine a scenario where I'd need a clone. You don't need one. I don't want one. Then no. Okay. Do you? Not really. Well. That's that. <laughs> um, clones age more rapidly. They don't exist, so you can't say that. Um, well, the sh- Dolly the sheep did. Didn't age more rapidly. She did. Dolly didn't actually age more rapidly, but rather there was an issue with her fertilization that has since been remedied in cloning at large. Her genetic DNA was taken from a six-year-old sheep. When fertilized... She held the same DNA so was effectively born with a genetic age of six and passed away sooner as well. She had a very short career in... Sheeping. Sheep, yeah. In producing wool. Yeah. Imagine if that whole project was just because they thought there weren't enough sheep. <laughs> yeah, they, they needed more wool. We just need more wool. This. Yeah. It's not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, they, they clone like 20,000 humans and they're like, uh, we thought you said there was an underpopulation. But yeah, there's actually, yeah. you know, there's actually too many. Yeah, yeah. And then someone comes along, and they're like, "Oh, of course, there's not too many." It's, you know, that's ecofascism, or whatever. It's ecofascist to say there's too many of something. I think the idea is that, like, you get these people who are like, "There are too many people on this earth. We should get rid oh, of yeah. some of them." And then they're like, in their big ba- oh, they're in the big cars and they're drinking the coffee, mm-hmm. and then they're looking over at, you know, little. Myanmar and they're like too many of them if they're, if they're going to have a military coup yeah there's too many there's Myanmar too many, too many soldiers there they shouldn't be able to have a, a coup a kid they should be able to have a kid here's a question what was the first building thank you that was a seamless segue <laughs> <laughs> that might, might be our most abr- that was worse than me saying what we're going to clone live <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't dodge the question. <laughs> I'm just fucking asking you. Yeah. <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> what would the f- what was the first house? Thank you. Building. Thank you. Perfect. All right. <laughs> now I have that clean. Mm. Uh, the first house, of course, was the cave. I think we can all agree on that. Humans beings love living in caves. We loved it for a long time. That's the, that's where we got our nickname. Cave the man, the sun haters, yeah, yeah, the ground fuckers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> who what? gave? Who gave? We're the ones in the cave. Who gave us the name? <laughs> yeah, uh, Neanderthals. Yes, who famously we people are related to today. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Balbregan in Booterstown, we're Homo sapiens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. But Everyone, in, there's not a drop of Neanderthal in in, no, in, in anyone in, from Booterstown. In Balbriggan, you're. You I know, know that's what you always say about what you love li- about living in Booterstown is how racially pure it is. Yeah. Yes. 
It's odd how often you say that and bring it up. It's true. We're pure <laughs> homo sapiens. We sure are. All homo sapiens. I think it, the only pure homo sapiens are, uh, and we'll probably get to this next week, mm-hmm. Africans. Okay. You, you, <laughs> now we have to do African. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll probably get to this. <laughs> and we'll probably have to deal with this in a 10 part series. Africa. No, it's a one part series. Yeah, we can get it all over and done with. Just cram it in there. Famously, that's the issue I have. <laughs> mm. uh, that they are. But why, why were Neanderthals not really. In contact with Homo sapiens in Africa, or what? Yeah, Neanderthals grew up in like a, the Tal, uh, the Tal, like yeah, Neanderthal is like a place. Yes, yeah. Balbriggan, and it's no caves, no caves in Balbriggan. There's no caves. What? Oh no, wait, because the Neanderthals didn't live in the caves. Homo yes. sapiens live in the caves, and they were called the ground fuckers. Yes, now yes. up to speed. Keep going, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neanderthal is a small valley of the River Dussel in the German state of North Rhine-Westphalia. Neanderthals live in, like, Europe and Asia. Okay. And then the guys come out of Africa and they're like, who are these ones? Mm. With their Dublin accents, you know? Mm, yeah, and their refined taste. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, the ones who stayed in Africa... They're just uh, Homo sapiens. Right, and then they all moved to Booterstown. Uh, later on. <laughs> but that's part of it, yes. That's part of the story. It's <laughs> part of the rich tapestry. <laughs> well, we won't get to that for many, many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the great migration to Booterstown. So you studied architecture. It was part of it, yeah. But not like it was the history of architecture, not... Um, so when do they consider architecture to star? I mean, it's not an easy answer. I mean, you have every civilization has its own in, uh, indigenous and vernacular style, I suppose is how you'd call it. Okay. If you really want an answer, the exact origin of architecture could be said to date to the Neolithic period, around 10,000 BC, or simply when people stopped living in caves and started handling the way they want their houses to look and feel. What influences us today is, is is up for debate. You could say everything, or you could say yeah. Lazy I would ingi- say nothing. Say nothing has influenced the the architecture of today. I think it's completely original. <laughs> it just independently sprouted. Yeah. What, what do you think is the name for the style of architecture at the moment? Just normal. <laughs> normal good architecture. Yeah. Yeah. Normal straightforward. Yeah. Building us up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas well, back um, in the day, they hadn't whittled it down to such a fine art. Yes, a fine art. Um, because now we can just sort of drop... But well, now we can 3D print buildings, of course. Yeah, exactly. Now we can just bang it up. Whereas yeah. back in the day... It took a lot of effort, yeah. Well, they were just like, what should a building look like? Well, no. Well, you see, it would all come from the, you know, the necessity. So it um, wasn't necessarily the design. It was like, well, you need it. You just need shelter. You need a kitchen. You need a kitchen, and it needs to be looking out onto the back garden, not facing yeah. a wall. You don't want to be facing a wall. You also don't want to be facing onto the main road. Uh, no, because then you'd be looking at cars all day. Yeah. Yeah. You also need uh, upstairs. Yes, so you have somewhere to go when it floods. Yeah, and when mm-hmm. you're 
going to it bed. Needs to be your own space. I mean, your own space, yeah. You need a room for each of your kids. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, they had like 30 kids at a time. Uh, where or who or when? All good questions. <laughs> yes, indeed. Very yeah. good questions. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent spark you have. Um, and then you also need a roof. Roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The roof famously comes last. <laughs> In building, yeah. Because you need to know how much area needs to be covered. Exactly. And you need to know at what height to build the roof because you might build the roof halfway. Exactly. And then they'll be like, oh, actually, we have another story to go on top of this. Yeah. but yeah. You're, And they'll still build it, but you'll never be able to use it. You'll never be able to use it, yeah, because you can't get through the roof. Yeah. Unless you put in a Velux window. Yeah. You have yeah. one of those in your... You live in an attic. I don't live in an attic. But Not I mean. to give the game away, but... Uh, <laughs> Rhoda lives in an attic. <laughs> I sleep in an attic, yeah. Um, and he's locked up there as well. And I've not been out for a long time. But mm. the Velux is big enough that I could escape if I wanted to. If you felt the need. I just don't want to. You're happy where you are. I'm very happy. I've never had a problem with this. What do you do if someone knocked down your house and you're in it? And then die. They're they're just like, oh yeah, we forgot someone lived up there. What would I do? Yeah. So everyone else in the house has left, and they were like, oh, we forgot to mention Ronan was in the attic. Yeah. And they knock the house down attic first. Uh, no. <laughs> they get they get a wrecking ball and just swing it overhead. <laughs> straight down. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? What would I do? Well, I probably wouldn't survive a wrecking ball coming through the ceiling. Well, say you did. Uh, I'd be very upset. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I'd be annoyed for you. Yeah, I'd, I, all my things would be destroyed. That's what you'd be annoyed about. Well, Your well, precious in, in, things. Including my arms and legs. In the original houses, they had no things. People yes, used to have things. They did have things. Like what? Pots. They didn't have pots back in the day. Well, what period are you talking about? The, whenever the first ones were made. The first house. So No, okay. The first house. Well, yes, you did still had art and things. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. If, Think if, about if it. If art existed when we were living in caves, why wouldn't it exist when we were living in houses? Because we never actually lived in caves. I thought you were joking when you said that. I thought you were being comical, but you were actually just making a mockery of this whole thing. Actually, many prehistoric humans did live in caves. It just wasn't an option for most because so few landscapes possess livable caves dwellings. Approximately 100,000 years ago, some Neanderthal humans dwelt in caves in Europe and Western Asia. Caves there also were inhabited by some early European modern humans from about 35,000 years ago until approximately 8,000 BC. <laughs> this whole project. Yeah. <laughs> um, think about it, like... You could find... I have, a, I have rocks that I like. That's a rock. That's not yeah, art. It's a... Th- wow. It's God's that's art. Just, that's just break-a-back. It's still things. Yeah. But you're saying... You were saying in the first houses, in the first homes, they didn't have things. It is mostly empty. But a home is filled... Is always full if it's filled with laughter and love. Uh, yeah. So... They just had joke... Yeah, I guess they had joke books and they had... Um, <laughs> yeah, they had really good joke books. Um, what's the oldest joke you know? The oldest joke, like it's been told for the longest time, or the, what's the first joke I know? Is that what you? Don't sit there in silence. 
<laughs> what, 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 you give me an example first. What's the oldest joke you know? Uh, no, I asked you. But I don't know what you do. You, you want to know the joke I know that has been told in the world for the longest time. Yeah. Why did... Oh, here it is. I know it. Yeah? Why did this blade of grass cross the stream? Uh, why? To get to the other side. Okay. They didn't have mm-hmm. roads back then. Or chickens. Or chickens. Chickens yeah. hadn't been evolved yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, here, oh, actually, here's here's a joke from the 4th century, which you could have heard recently. Uh, this is the 10th oldest joke in the yeah. world. Barack Obama spends so much time... <laughs> on the golf course. <laughs> yeah. They might as well call him... Mm-hmm. Hole-in-one, Obama. <laughs> Uh, so here's the oldest joke we ever know about. It's a fart joke from Samaria. I don't want to hear it. 1900 BC. <laughs> <laughs> that's crass. Yeah, that's crass. It's not for so, this show. It's not something, a, yeah, it's, not for, it's a, too low for us. Yeah. yeah. Does it uh, place the word F-A-R-T with the word case? Okay. Uh, something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not kiss in her husband's lap. No, that's still crass. I know. That's why I was eager to say it even after you wanted to change fart to kiss. Change, uh, change it to lick. <laughs> <laughs> lick in her husband's lap. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit better. That's clean. That's that's, clean. Clean. that's something we can all enjoy. <laughs> Imagine being that woman and you just thought and then you thought no one would even notice and then everyone knows exactly who you are mm-hmm. through the form of joke. Say it again. Like, she comes to the modern world, she's frozen in a block of ice or something. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, we know you. You're the mm-hmm. one who time immemorial never, never, you know, did that in the husband's in thing. In lap, yeah, yeah. And she'd yeah. be like, I can't believe. I've made it this, I've, I've made a name for myself. I can't believe I'm famous. I can't believe I'm actually famous. People love, Obama people comes love along, me. Obama yeah. comes along and he's like, I'm in awe. Like, <laughs> she's like, Wow. I can't believe I'm meeting Obama. And he's like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm meeting the time of memorial. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, um, J- what's your man? Elton John comes along and he's like, Diana who? Princess of what? <laughs> no. Colonel in the Wind is about you now. So, because you're about to die. Yeah. I'm about to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm giving you my greatest honour. I'm making this song about you now. <laughs> yeah. Time Memorial. Imagine if he did change the song again before he, <laughs> before he dies. Just like about yeah. himself. He changed it to about him when he died. <laughs> and he recorded this special uh, several years ago to be played yeah. at his funeral. And he lived his life like a candle. <laughs> uh, but what house would the Time Memorial woman have lived in? Um, Earliest houses. Not her husband's. Not that much. Not like after she didn't do that. Yeah, after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she only lived in a palace. Really, <laughs> realistically, yeah. Um. <laughs> isn't that interesting? Isn't that as interesting? I mean, if she's married, she probably lives in a palace. What do you mean? Uh, a married a man shouldn't ask a woman to marry him unless he can keep her in the manner to which that's she it because every woman's a queen and she just needs her they're, they're all from heaven and they're and yeah they're all queens of heaven 
and they yeah. need their palace. Exactly. And so when it comes to, say, Greek architecture, which, 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 which architecture would you like to live in the palace of the most? Greeks didn't have palaces. Yes, they did. They only had pantheons. No. Pantheon is a religious building. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they had private homes. Yeah, not palaces. They, you could refer to them as a palace. You could refer to them as a freaking... A hovel if you wanted to. Words yeah. don't mean anything. We established this last week. Exactly. Yeah. So, I'd like to live in a Babylonian one. You'd like to live in a Babylonian one? Why? Because of the gardens? No, not because of the gardens. <laughs> Sorry for being so stereotypical. Yeah, so basic. <laughs> Brandishing all Babylonians with the same brush. Yeah. Some of them hate gardens. It's funny when you read about these things and they're like, uh, he, this king had the greatest castle anyone has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then you'll see like a recreation of it. And it'll be like two stories tall. <laughs> Just and columns like, and a... <laughs> yeah, it's like it had this beautiful interior. And it's like just blue paint, but blue paint was really expensive. Yeah. It's like people said it was like looking at the stars even during the day, and it's just stars drawn on the top. Like it's just all really <laughs> shitty because I know, but there's it's only like a hundred thousand people, and one of them knew how to draw. Exactly, know? but I mean, you know, things are like when you were uh, but a boy, and you would see, say, Toy Story. You would, you. I'm sure you thought this is the greatest, most realistic-looking toys talking I've ever seen. But then you compare it to Toy Story three, and you're like, "How did we ever think that Toy Story one?" Yeah, I just makes me so angry thinking about how we had to grow up with Toy Story one. How we had to grow up with that, yeah, and then when actually it was always going to get better with time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think anyone should make anything until the future. So true. Yeah. Um. What would you like to live in? Well, me? I have taste. So I would probably like to do my own refurbishment of uh, maybe like a brownstone, an 18th century house. Really? So you could live in any palace throughout the entirety of history and you choose a New York brownstone because you're such a fan of Woody Allen. That is Is very... That's very telling, actually. (laughs) Because I'm a fan of Woody Allen. You're like, I love Manhattan. I love the plot. I love the ages. I love, I the, love ages the ages of the characters. Of the characters. I love the the, the the actual meaning of the film, and it, I love the, what it's about. Yeah, and I love the actress, <clears throat> but only at the time. But only, but not the lead lead, the girl who he's in love with. Yeah, not Diane Keaton. This is all. I haven't seen it. It's, well, Diane Keaton is his friend. I haven't seen it in a while. I, Nor will I ever see it again, James. Yeah, you burn the disc. I I burnt all of them. You burnt the only copy. (laughs) It was my computer and I destroyed it. (laughs) But I would like to, yeah, renovate a house. I wouldn't live in a palace, a Babylonian palace as crass as you. You'd live in a brownstone. Yeah. A humble brownstone. Yeah. I don't want... That'd be too much... A palace is too big. It'd it'd feel too empty. No. I'd be torn. No, I suppose if you fill it with love and laughter, it'll never be empty. Do you ever read about, you know, the guy Notch? Notch? Yeah. Who is he? I'm not talking about your... Bedpost. Bedpost. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about the game designer. I actually, I saw him the other day. What's going on? Someone on Twitter was like, say you're not, say you hate Nazis. And he was like, I hate Nazis and communists. That that happened like five years ago. Well, I did, that's all I saw. I'd never heard of him. Yeah, you're still catching up on the internet. 
Yeah, I'm still. Hey, I'm I'm a historian. I don't have time to catch up on Twitter. All I have time for is TikTok. You're looking at Twitter, but you're like, I sort of fall behind, and you're still like, I'm <laughs> still scrolling. Well, it's like that Irish uh, I laugh. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just shows you. You begin with the first tweet, and then you work your way through. <laughs> oh, what joys you have ahead of you! Um, Notch was like he developed a little game called Minecraft. Ah, and it's right. just like a an internet nerd, and then he became Minecraft. Of course, very good for building buildings in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is not a, an irrelevant side story. And then he uh, bought a big mansion, and he had like, uh, he was not very sociable, and he got a room that was filled with sweets. Mm. And then all the sweets went off because he didn't know what to eat them with. Oh my god! Which what is, sweets? What sweets? I don't know. Like you know, in America they <laughs> call it candy. I know, I'm just imagining it was just like sweets in my head. I'm just thinking a little like hard-boiled sweets. Yeah. (laughs) They went off. (laughs) Hard-boiled sweets are like the worst sweet. They are a a throwback. They are are an interesting to still exist. Although, I love love a butterscotch. No. No, butterscotch is brilliant. Give me some butter, give me some scotch. (laughs) I'll be right out. And I'm going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't like... Uh, I've been thinking that's how you made it. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, we got we have it at home. <laughs> no. No, that's no, not no. how it's made, of course. We're all having a laugh here. <laughs> don't. Do not microwave a loaf yeah. of butter and pour in a half a bottle. loaf. <laughs> a loaf of butter. Is that... Here, uh, bit. It's a bit, you idiot. <laughs> it's called a smidgen of butter, you fool. Um, okay, cave. Caves. Caves. Cave to, like, you know, uh, wattle and daub, mud hut. Wattle and daub. Why do they ever leave it behind? Why? Well, it's not, I mean, some people will still, you can still build in wattle and daub. Can you? I mean, Irish cottages were built in wattle and daub up until... I mean, you could you could technically still build one that way now. But, yeah, we're going to have to leave this technically stuff behind. Why? You know, this show because, is very technical. Because technically you can do anything anywhere. I know, technically you can do anything anywhere, but I'm saying it's not like we left it all behind. People are building in with Watland Dob today. Yeah, maybe in Balbriggan, but not in Town. Well, I'd hope not, because then they'd be violating level 5 construction restrictions. What? <laughs> What? You mean to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> My contractors have been violating level five. No, you see, it's an emergency. You, I need, I need to, to li- recreate Viking li- living. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a project. It's for a podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah we, why don't we do an episode where we live the life of a Chinese peasant? <laughs> <laughs> Would we do that in Ireland? Do we have to go to China to conduct this experiment? Mm, I suppose we... No. I'm sure we could do it here. Mm-hmm. What, what would it be we like? Do, we live the life of a Chinese peasant who never spoke to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> or never did. Never left his house. Never did much or anything. <laughs> um, and then it ends with one of the meeting at Bath. <laughs> 
we actually go through the entire scope of all the rich history of China. And yeah. it ends with the consumption of a bat. Yeah, humble bat. <laughs> God. Bat soup, you know? Okay, just, please move on. <laughs> man-made, the bat soup that yeah. he ate. Yeah. friend was man-made. A man made himself Sick. a bat to eat. <laughs> Disclaimer. The bat soup myth emerged shortly after COVID-19 was first identified in late 2019. A video of a woman eating bat soup went viral, which sparked rumors that bat soup consumption in China caused the outbreak. However, this isn't true. The video wasn't filmed in Wuhan, let alone in China. It was taken in the Republic of Palau, a country in the Western Pacific Ocean. The woman in the video was Meng Yunwang, a travel show host. She shot the video to feature the local people's food. Additionally, the clip was filmed in 2016. So, no, we don't think bat soup caused this fucking nightmare. Because uh, you think it's like, it wasn't a bat, it was a pangolin. And then you look up a pangolin and it's like an armadillo with extra long legs or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's not better. Well, it's just that it wasn't a bat. And I thought the point was it was a bat to a pangolin to a human. I know, but like... A pangolin is not better than a bat. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. I was like, you know, I'm not eating snakes, I'm eating birds. Oh. <coughs> you know? <laughs> yep, that sounds perfect. Yeah. Because like, you would never eat a bird, of course. Never. Never. You've never eaten bird. No. <laughs> okay. No. Can't say I have. <laughs> Alright, we lock that in. <laughs> Gonna trick you into doing an episode where we go to KFC for some reason. Yeah, I gotta eat KFC. <laughs> no, you can't. The gluten. Do they not have a gluten-free anything? No. Do you know that they play baseball with the chickens in the in the factories? They play baseball with the chickens, but surely the humans would have a massive advantage. <laughs> No, they used the chickens as balls. Oh, is that what you meant? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you thought I meant that there was like one team called the Kentucky Humans. And then the Kentucky the called Fried the, Humans and the other called the Birds. Yeah. The, yeah. The Birds <laughs> with the... Yeah. The Bird Team. <laughs> they were called the team that's comprised of birds. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, they get a ball and they wear the little uniforms. <laughs> And it's adorable. And yeah, and then a bag of flowers, the umpire. You know, the, the third ingredient. <laughs> but they use egg, wa- an egg is the ball, and they break the egg. An egg, egg is the ball, and then... Eleven. The herbs and spices. Are the- they're the instruction manual, you know? <laughs> they're the bat. They're the, they're the uh, refreshments. <laughs> encourage the birds to all eat the seven yeah. spices. No. What I'm saying is that you have the human team. Yeah. I know what you meant. I know what you and meant. And then the bird they, is but, the ball. But how I know would that you're even... thinking. Birds don't have balls. They uh-huh. have eggs. No. It's, I'm not saying testicles. I'm saying... Okay. I'm, what I'm saying is... Yeah. One, what's your source? Of... Information. Calcium. What's your source? <laughs> you take what? What is it you take for calcium again? Calcium citrate. Yeah, if you wanted to recommend it to more people again. Mm. So there you go. Now we know your source of calcium. Now we know. After that, I have no more questions. Yeah. It's not as if livestock of KFC are treated all that well. However, I cannot find any reference to employees playing baseball with chickens. 
although I did find a video from 1960 of a chicken actually playing baseball. So, that was fun. <laughs> what did you make of that conspiracy theory of mine? Did you want to get into that? Yeah. But it's nothing to do with buildings. Well, they all live in buildings, all these people. You do what? Pay Black Lives Matter to... Uh... <laughs> We're not getting into... <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting into your it's how true. Black Lives Matter is a psyop. It um, is. This episode is about architecture. <laughs> um, I have another psyop. Yeah. The uh, Pharisees or the Sadducees? I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, stop! Are you about? No, you can't. I already d- refuted this. They paid. They did not pay the crowd is to demand for Barabbas. Money? They did not. And if, and, if anyone, and if anyone has listened to our episode... In case you missed it, James is referring to last week's episode when he asserted that the Jewish high priests paid the crowd to demand that Barabbas be released instead of Jesus at the Passover feast in Jerusalem. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. Let me finish, let me finish. Okay. That's what the chicken said to Ronan in Balbriggan. What? I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> I don't understand that joke. Please um, explain it. The chicken was like, let me finish, and then it laid an egg. Mm-hmm. And then... And why was I there? Because you kept trying to pull the egg out of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> okay. And you were like, it's break- It's dinner time. <laughs> it's dinner time. Yeah. An egg. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh. Do you know that eggs are circular in the womb? And that they get... It's only when they're pushed out they turn into that shape? Yeah. But they're hard. They're soft. The shell is... hard. It's only hard after it gets out. Really? Yeah. That's not true. It is. So if you cut open a chicken before it was it had laid an egg, a bit gruesome, but okay, yeah. But it would just be it'd be so, it'd be a soft shell that could you could change the shape of, it'd yeah, be a soft circle, yeah. Well, James, robot James will let us know. Chickens' eggs are absolutely not soft and round inside their body before they are laid. The only reason a bird's egg would be round, like in the case of owls, is due to a lack of calcium in their diet as round eggs require the least amount of material. I even looked at an x-ray of a chicken to verify this, no need to cut one open. But famously it wouldn't give you any more eggs. Wouldn't give me, what wouldn't give me more eggs? The chicken. That I've just cut open for the, to, to do this experiment. It reminds me of a little parable called The Man and, <laughs> and the, the Chicken. <laughs> the, gold, and the Golden Leg and Goose. Yes. Does he kill the, the goose in there? Yeah, he swings it around by its head until its neck breaks. And then uh, he's like, where's my egg? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he asks the dead goose, yeah. where's the egg? <laughs> where's my egg? No, for the goose to lay my egg. <laughs> now that I have broken its neck. <laughs> um... And where would that king live? What kind of house would he live in? He wasn't a king, he was just a peasant. Technically the story says they were cottagers. Which means they would have lived in a cottage. Or, according to the Urban Dictionary, they were homosexual men who engage in sexual acts in public toilets. Why don't you just say something? Doric. 
Corinthian. Yeah. Ionic. Ionic. Yeah. Uh, Corinthian. Yeah. Pardon? And uh, uh, composite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is your favourite? Um, I don't like any of them. You don't like any column? I think it's overkill. But a, a, like a Doric column is just a, is just a column. It's got no ornamentation. Yeah, I think if by the time you're relying on columns, game over. Do You've done I mean? something wrong in the design of that building. That's it. I yeah. think it's like... You're you trying to slap it. in a column to keep the, the, the ceiling up? Come yeah, on, man. You got that wrong. I know. Why don't you just yeah. put a flying buttress on it? Do you know what I mean? You, they, well, yeah. Why don't you invent a flying buttress and then just and put then that, that on it? Yeah. Flying buttresses are so much more simple and humble. <laughs> Yes, they They're are. A column. They, I love how they make it much more simple Compact. to construct a building. Yeah, and make and it they're also like they seem yeah. so less precarious. Yeah, yeah, and they're just they're they've got a like, sense of simplicity and dignity about them. Whoever came up with the flying buttress was <coughs> like taking the day off. Like <laughs> just like this wall keeps collapsing. Just, ah, well, of course. <laughs> we'll just lean something against it. <laughs> so it's part of the building. So they just looked at a, a, a mop leaning against a, yeah, <laughs> a, a wet it. floor sign. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, probably the most dark. Dark, the simplest one. Yeah. Yeah. Composite is just like, oh, slap everything onto it. Yeah, composite is a Renaissance one. It wasn't a classical one. That's it. Like the and Renaissance it's where you, it's where you no had Corinthian flowers and the Ionians. The Renaissance had no sense of style, famously. Yeah. They were obsessed with, like, Suffamato. Suffamato? Yeah. Go on. No, that's one for you to learn. It's some okay. homework. All right, well, um, Robot James will, will educate me now. Suffamato, not Suffamato is the Renaissance painting technique of allowing tones and colors to shade gradually into one another, producing softened outlines or hazy forms. What is your favorite uh, arch type? What's my favorite arch type? That's a a question you'd ask a child. No, it's a question I'm asking you. No, do do not insult my intelligence. Ask a question that moves the conversation on. Like you do, like you I'm, always do. I'm doing you. <laughs> What's your favorite? Um... No, I will answer your question. No, oh. no, no. You said it was for children. Oh, give. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, give over. I like the pointy one. What's the pointy one called? Uh, well, a lot of them have points, but I mean, you have. Do you mean like yeah, the a, point a, is to keep the building up. I know that, but a um, gothic arch. Yeah, I like a little gothic arch. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever read the Hunchback of Notre Dame by Victor Hugo? Yeah, he talks a lot about the architecture for two chapters. Yeah, and he just did that because he was like worried people wouldn't know what he was like. Yeah, all these buildings keep getting knocked down. Yeah, yeah. Like, Little did he that? know. Little did he know what? that they would knock down Notre Dame. Did they? Yeah, like uh, two years ago. Knock it down. Oh, you think there's a difference between something catching fire and something being deliberately knocked down? (laughs) I suppose you're right. (laughs) But what is what is intention? What is and then and then them spending billions to rebuild it? Is that is there really a difference between that and demolishing the structure? Remember all those billionaires were like, "I'm going to give a load of money." Yeah, they never gave the money. That sounds about right. 
Um, yeah. Right, so who we, is funding it? You, when <laughs> you pledged a billion. You, the common taxpayer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who is paying for it then? Just the French government? Yeah. This is absolutely true. Notably, the Arnaud and Benalt families that claimed they would donate up to 600 million euro, did not contribute one cent. Instead, the majority of the charitable donations that paid the wages of the 150 workers involved in the rebuilding of Notre Dame came from American and French private citizens. I mean, that thing alone in tourism money, you know, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't spend a number high enough to rebuild it. I don't know, I'd go back to France even without the Notre Dame. Yeah, I, could, like, I, could, like, I, I understand, yeah. Like, I would be like... Uh, it's not like the only thing people have heard of when it comes to Paris. No, I know. But that's not what I was saying either. I was saying that if it's open, it'll make enough money to justify spending money to build it. Why? Because it's a very popular attraction. Like okay. if the Eiffel Tower was knocked down, you'd be like, oh, we should probably rebuild this because it will make us more money in the long term. But I don't think it makes more if money. If someone's, you know, like shitty no cafe got knocked out, you'd be like, well, we're not going to rebuild this because it's not going to make the money back. But but the Notre Dame doesn't make money. Yes, it does. No, you have like to pay no, an entrance. No one is going specifically for that. To pay money. People aren't even religious anymore. I know, but people will pay money to enter Notre Which Dame. Which is a shame. What? Which it's is a shame. shame. People aren't <laughs> Which religious. Is a shame. Yeah. They're not religious. You just want to see inside the Notre Dame. They're, yeah, well, they're not going to. They do. you got to be a Catholic. No. I would go, and I'm not Catholic. Yeah, but they wouldn't let you in. Yes, they would, because I'd be paying... I'd say, what's the entrance fee? I'll yeah. double it. Nay, triple it. You'd be like, here's the new god, and then you'd have to be euro. <laughs> you'd be like, the almighty dollar. Notre Dame received around 14 million visitors a year. While it is free to enter the church, it costs €8.50 to enter the tower and €6.50 to enter the crypt. Even if only half of all visitors paid the extra fees, the church would earn 105 million per year. <laughs> like, this, we all pray at the altar of capitalism. Yeah. Your God is dead, my God is green. Mm. And, and, your, yeah, and, and he has tentacles. And, and, and Trump horns. is part of it. <laughs> and, and guess what? Trump's involved. <laughs> yeah, Trump's here. <laughs> and Obama. You didn't expect the two of them, but they united on this. But <laughs> it's finally um, the coming together of the great minds. In the 1970s, faith waned, but money gained power. Mm. And I worship mm. at the altar of God <laughs> again. You're, you're already repeating yourself halfway through. <laughs> I really thought I would have been take, escorted off the premises by now, but I'll keep going. <laughs> Do you worship the altar of capitalism? Do I wor- I uh no. I do not really? worship. Who made that shirt you're wearing, jumper? You know well that you can be a uh, you can be a critic of capitalism whilst also having to participate in its Yeah, but you can system. be a critic of Catholicism whilst being a Catholic. Uh yeah, but So I you're chose- a, you're a capitalist. No. I, you worship what? the altar of capitalism. <laughs> No, hold on. <laughs> tie this back. Hold on. I don't. I. I. You can choose. You can be critical of capitalism, and you. You can be critical of Catholicism and be a Catholic. Yes. You can be critical of Catholicism and not be a Catholic. 
Yes. You could be critical of capitalism and be a capitalist. Which and you, you can are. Be critical. I'm, I, I am not. I don't own capital. You own that jumper. You can sell that jumper. Start a company. <laughs> <laughs> Selling your used clothes. <laughs> yeah. Ever, Depop, ever heard of it? Uh, I have, yeah. Have you ever seen that Depop and... Uh, is like an image of a Depop transaction? No. And the... Um, the person who received the trousers is like, they come all over the inside <laughs> of these trousers. <laughs> and then it, the seller was like, yeah, that's not mine. <laughs> like they weren't my top. It wasn't what? my trousers. N- like that's they were- not my comb. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. That delivery man is... <laughs> they will be hell to pay. Um. So you worship the altar of capitalism. And the architecture of the ca- of the of the cult of capitalism is, is of course brutalism. No, big fan of brutalism. I wouldn't say that. Well, do you say what? What did you say is the architecture of the temple of capitalism? Then? You, uh, uh, I mean, you know what, Sistine Chapel. Think how? How so? Just, just so much money spent on it. That's not the same as capitalism. I know. I just wanted to. I just wanted. To, I wanted to sound pithy and. No, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I mean, but I mean, you know, banks have always been designed in just the most ostentatious style until recently. Until now. Until today. Until following our Reformation Act. (laughs) Now, what is the uh, architecture of the Almighty Dollar? Uh, The architecture of the Almighty Dollar. Well, you can't really divorce the, you know, the design of architecture from capital because one is required. You can't just, de- I mean, you can't design a building without capital. What is the architecture of the Temple of Capitalism? It's uh, Art Nouveau. What's that? It's a style that emerged in 1920s Europe. Uh, mostly, it's what you associate with uh, in early 20th century France. What's the one that's the cucumber and the walkie-talkie and... The cucumber and the... Oh, the... Uh, like in... You mean the cucumber. You mean the gherkin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the cucumber's way bigger and yeah. not pickled. <laughs> uh, what do you call that style? It's yeah. actually... It's kind of hard. I mean, you'd, you'd be saying it's um, contemporary architecture because there hasn't been a way to sort of categorise that if it's the actual current movement. So that's Norman Foster and Richard Rogers. And- For the record... The gherkin has been described as neo-futurist and structurally expressionist. I would say that's the altar of capitalism. Whatever is the most current. The Empire or just what's State a big Building. business. Yeah, but the Empire State Building is in uh, an Art Deco style. Then that is the altar of capitalism. Art Deco. Yeah. I mean, Art Deco <laughs> is 1920s. It's like just before the crash. And I would say the doll... The doll in Ireland, the Irish Parliament. Yes. Yeah. Is that's the uh, the temple of capitalism? Yeah. But that's that was a house. That was a private house. Yeah. Uh, and I would also say the White House. Mm-hmm. The, the White House. Yes. Yeah. You, is it is the temple of capitalism? Mm. Okay. But people ex- can't wor- people can't famously can't worship in there. You cannot let in. The exchequer. Where? Which one? Any of them. Any building that... Okay. 
The Amazon warehouse. The what warehouse? Amazon. The Amazon warehouse. Now, there you go. That's the thing we've landed on it. That is the temple of capitalism. Jeff Bezos' house. Yeah, I don't even know what kind of house he lives in. Look it up. I bet you it's beautiful. You think he's good taste? Yeah, I bet he tastes good too. <laughs> Slow down, army. Yeah. Uh, How much do you think it would cost? If you went up to Jeff Bezos and you were like, I'll pay you any amount of money to eat your, you know, B U double T O C K. Uh, he's got lots of houses. Well, his main one. Um, I don't know what his main one is. I don't think he has a main one. He's moving around all the time. Plus, he's a single guy now. Yeah, it's he crazy. seems to buy. He seems to buy eighteenth and nineteenth century large mansions. It was mad the way he divorced his wife, and then his wife became the richest woman in the world. <laughs> she got <laughs> half of his money. <laughs> Uh, is that why he's not the richest man anymore and and Elon Musk overtook him? Yeah. Right. Interesting. So, um... Answer the question. We... I said Amazon Warehouse. Oh, wait, what, which question about Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Wait, no, you said would if you went up to Army Hammer and... No, I said up to Jeff Bezos. And say, can I eat your buttock? <laughs> yeah. Would he let me? How much would it cost? He would probably say, there isn't, I'm the richest, I could be the richest man in the world, so there isn't an, a number I you can pay me for me to let you eat a part of me. Then I'd be like, so you mean you're free? <laughs> so you mean it's freaking free? Yeah. Yum, 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 as I put a napkin around my neck and yeah. start mashing my knife and fork together. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yes, yes, queen. <laughs> yes, Queen, slay bitch. Okay, so give me you want you know give me the you say the <laughs> what killing it. Get nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you wanted to direct this episode because you know loads about architecture. It we're nearly at the end now, it's fucking pointless. This is <laughs> No, <laughs> we keep can, going. We can do, no, I know, but we can do a part two, but I mean I I think to try and shoehorn this into some really salient points. No, this on. is going to be a two-parter, so let's just keep going. Oh, okay. Um, it's going to be very disheartening for someone to listen to part one of this. I mean, like, thank God they're doing the second part. <laughs> 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 I need to hear them ramble a bit more. <laughs> uh, look, we'll go... So, uh, we, were, we were on the right track, I think, but when we got yeah. to the columns bit, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know you know the story of why Corinthian columns look the way they do? Yeah. You do? Go ahead. There was a... Uh, well, you tell so well. <laughs> it's, uh, so the leaves on a Corinthian column are acanthus leaves, which is a plant native to Greece, and the depiction of a, a Corinthian column is those leaves growing out and engulfing a basket when they were placed on the grave of a... Uh, young woman who died. That's sad. It's very sad, but out of it we got a very beautiful column. So why do they stick them on every... Why do they stick them? <laughs> because they... Well, so columns are functional. You know, they served a purpose, and that's why you have Doric ones, which are simply trying to... Uh, uh, well, you've Tuscan and you've 
Well, you've Doric it's, it's not got an ornate capital on it. Instead, it's just got fluting down the uh, length of the column itself. Yeah. Hmm. I can tell you something else. It's got fluting down its column. Uh, just a different type of column. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> We've just seen it somewhere. Just on a building once, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my question is, why... If I was building all these houses, and yeah. they, I was like, well, you have a plane, and then you have one with fluting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just be like, oh, well, they're the only two possible types. I'd just be like, well, here's another one, and another one, and another one. Well, they did eventually get to that. I mean, you can, you know. But, but I'd just in be terms like. Of, you'd be limited one. by terms of the construction methods. You can't, you know, make the, you know, the, the, the twisted, swirly ones like you'd see in St. Peter's Basilica. Because you'd be limited in terms of how you could mass produce that. And Well, you know. Why? It would just be way more expensive. Why? Like, the reason why anyone has anything is just sort of, you know, based on price. Really? Why is fluting more expensive than non-fluting? Because you have to do... It takes more work. You'd mm. have to carve out these... these flutes. You know, flutes, these lines that go down the column, instead of just leaving it plain. Yeah, which would you rather? Uh, I would probably prefer non-fluted. You're like one of the guys who eats the gollywog bars, whatever they're called. It's not called a gollywog bar. What mm. the fuck? <laughs> it's not called a gollywog bar? What are you talking about? Just plain ice cream on a stick. Chalk ice. Is that what I described? <laughs> <laughs> twirly whirly. It's not a twirly whirly. I know. Wait, what's, a twir- what's a twirly whirly again? I think I just confused two things. A loop to loop. And a uh, wibbly wobbly wonder. And you said gollywog. Golly there was a no, golly, golly, there was a golly bar. bar. I know golly bars did exist. Oh, were they called golly bars? Yeah. Not gollywog bars. They were not called... Hold on. <laughs> I mean, let me just check, because it might have just... I mean, they were definitely named after gollywogs, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Golly bar is an ice cream formerly sold exclusively in the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Too was, racist for me. It was girl. a single rectangular block of vanilla ice cream on a wooden stick. The packaging of golly bars depicted an image of a gollywog, a 19th century caricature of black faced minstrel. Like, whoever was getting one of those was sick in the head. Gollywog image was removed from the ice cream packaging as late as 1992. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were so racist. They'd like, I want the racist ice cream, even though it's just plain vanilla. I know, it's, it's just a plain. Yeah, it's like, it's, I'm mainly buying this with the packaging. Yeah. Uh, I just like the colours. That and, um, well, Lion's Tea, of course, also used to have minstrels. As their... Here's a joke for you. With that set up, I can't wait. Okay. Um, and you like this one. Mm. This I like a... all your jokes, James. Can I tell the joke? <laughs> or are you going to keep interrupting? Are you going to keep complimenting me? <laughs> <laughs> so does this American. Mm-hmm. And he is like... Worshipping at the altar of capitalism. Capitalism, yes, of course. He flies to Ireland. Yeah. And he's walking along Connell Street. Okay. Wow, you really couldn't think of a (laughs) street in Dublin there for a second. And there's a beautiful young boy, you know? Grecian. A A Grecian? Well, he looks Grecian. But is he of age? No. Okay, so he sees an actual child. Yeah. Okay. And he's selling papers. Okay. This child has a job. Paper boy. When was this joke set? I think the 50s. Okay. 
Because part of it also won't make sense. Okay. Now, the American, in his arrogance, goes up to the boy. He <laughs> says, in America, mm-hmm. we have monkeys mm-hmm. that sell papers. That's not true. That was never true in America. To which the boy responds, <laughs> that's nothing. Here we have lambs making jam, lions making tea, and a third one. <laughs> oh my god! A third animal that makes a thing. What's the lamb jam? I don't know, there used to be a brand of jam called lamb's jam. Right, and then there's lions that make tea. Yeah. So this, the premise of this joke is, a man from America comes to Ireland, says something that doesn't exist in America. He the, said, Irish, the Greek boy. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said he was Greek. <laughs> he responds by saying, lamb jam, lion's tea, and a third thing. Well, a third animal that makes the thing. What could it be? Penguin bars. Birds making custard. Birds making custard. But that's British. So is lion's tea. No, it's not. Lion's tea is Irish. Well, it is now. It's now British. It's moved yeah. to Britain. But I mean, if this was the 50s, that was an Irish brand. Yeah, but I'm sure they still had birds costed manufacturing in Ireland. You, I don't know. I don't know. Back then? Back then? Absolutely. Couldn't move for the birds custard factories. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have to say now? Now it'd be like he sees a robot selling e-papers. And he'd be like, yeah. we have computers. That selling do iPads. Yeah. Full iPads. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd go, we have computers that do that. And yeah. he's like, that's nothing. We have Apple computers. We have apples you can't eat. We have, we have metallic blackberries apples. Blackberries you can't eat. And yeah, we have blackberries you can't eat. And we have blue teeth. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and, we a, and, and we have blue tooth. We have a Bluetooth, but you can't see it. You can't eat with it. But you can't eat with it, yeah. And he goes, what in the tarnation are you talking about? And he goes, let me finish. We have... Um, pencils that for the apples, you know, but they cost a hundred euro. Pencil I guess it's a stylus, the... more like yeah, a pencil. Yeah, yeah. And then we have. <laughs> I like that the boy is figuring this out in real time. <laughs> yeah, you only got three good ones, and he's like, "I can keep going." And then he had. We have. We have a subway that you can eat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have a subway that you can eat. Not mm-hmm. like in America where you rest your feet on the on seat. On the seat, yes. Yeah. <laughs> where you busk for money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have... And then him just, and him be like, we, I never heard of this subway you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then this little like, Irish spot you're talking about. <laughs> and then he's like, we have a subway you can eat. Quiznos. We are Quiznos. We are Quiznos. And if that's too busy, well, sometimes Supermax does that. He saves what is happening. We got... <coughs> we got beds for the sea. Like the sea sleeps in a bed. Uh, <laughs> we got those at home, too. <laughs> a water bed well, No, like sea beds No, I know <laughs> He's confused 
<laughs> this really is lost. <laughs> I'm oh. just trying to find the hotel if you could point me in the right direction. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> we got... Um, well, you, you mentioned earlier you were asking for chips. I didn't. I didn't. Well, well we, we got them. chips, but you can't eat these ones. But there's also the ones you can <laughs> you eat. You can't eat any of them. <laughs> you can't eat any of these ones. And uh, we also call chips crisps. And we call fries chips. We call fries freedom fries. We call them uh, micro fry. Yeah. Yeah. So, all those foods, all those companies, just to tie this together in any way. Yeah. We will do a part two. We'll do a part two. Now. No, we're not doing it now. <laughs> we're going to do a part two in order to move on from, you know, columns and what was the first house. Yeah. So we will move I'm beyond that. covered columns. <laughs> you know? That was... Uh, yeah. Uh, and how people don't have things and... Uh, and the so and the, on. And so on. And the, and the temples of capitalism. Yeah. And so I guess, well, just to just to put an ending on it, James. Yeah. What does a building mean to you? Yeah. Builders are mean to me. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, and then he got a bit of his, his old bomb, you know?